Welcome to Faith and Good Counsel, where we talk about ways to live a virtuous life and all of the things that affect us in our vocations, in whatever state of life we may be in. And now your host, Stacy Galino. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Faith and Good Counsel. I am so delighted to be with you once again this week, as we are each and every week here on Catholic Community Radio. Maybe you're listening um, on your TuneIn Radio app. Maybe you're listening at the Catholic Community Radio website. Wherever and however you're listening, I welcome you and I thank you for, for being a faithful listener. And I hope I hope you're enjoying this season. This has been a really good season of Faith and Good Counsel with just a, a variety of awesome guests, some familiar guests, some new guests. Today, I have a familiar guest. You may remember I have spoken with Randy Hain a couple of times in the past. We have spoken about his wonderful book, Joyful Witness, as well as a topic that is very near and dear to his heart and is related to his brand new book, Special Children, Blessed Fathers. We spoke about the gift of autism a couple of years ago. So welcome back, Randy Hain, to the Faith and Good Counsel show. Thank you, Stacy. It is such a pleasure and honor always to have you. I follow your work, and I'm sure many of my listeners do as well, as at the Integrated Catholic Life website, integratedcatholiclife.com, I should say, website. So many resources there. It is a great treasure. Um, I hope everybody will check that out. And before I forget to mention it, the the show that you and I did, Randy, in the past, The Gift of Autism, um, if people want to check that out, you can go to my blog at stacygalino.com, and it's up there ready for you to to take a listen. And I bet you're going to want to do that after you hear the program today. Randy, you and I are going to be talking about a brand spanking new book that you have just produced called Special Children, Blessed Fathers, a book of encouragement for fathers of children with special needs. I'm so excited about this brand new book. Well, I, I am too, um, you know, and it's uh, it's actually, a, I think, a testimony to uh, obeying God's will. I had uh, just finished Joyful Witness last fall and turned in the manuscript to my publisher, kind of collapsed in a heap. I just <laughs> had no interest in writing another book. I was tired, and I went to Eucharistic Adoration, and, and I was praying about, you know, Lord, give me peace, help me figure out what you want me to do next. And all I could think about was this book, because as you know, I have a son with autism, yes. and I wanted to write a book to encourage my fellow dads. So I, I called my publisher the next day, and if I'm honest with you, I would say I was kind of hoping they would say it's a dumb idea. Well, <laughs> and they wrote published, she'd embrace the idea, and, and the result is this book. So I feel God has his fingerprints all over it, and I was really grateful for the opportunity to do it. He truly does, Randy, and I believe that, and I'm particularly excited about it. As a as a nurse practitioner with a background in, in perinatal issues, uh, on my heart is children and families and in this day and time of very um, challenging issues of, of euthanasia and abortion and you know if your child's not quote unquote perfect you know it's merciful to just do away with that here is this beautiful book of stories um, and witness and testimony to the glory of children with special needs who are persons and who have dignity and value from that comes from God Almighty. And so I'm thrilled to hear about it. Now, you mentioned that you were coming just off the tail end of Joyful Witness, another excellent book that I hope people will check out. And here you are, Catholic 
husband and, and father of two boys, a, a businessman, a, author of multiple books, and here you are very, very tired. And the Lord says, get up, my son, you have more work to do, <laughs> you know, you know, but you, who better to speak to this than a dad who is, is walking the journey? Well, I think that's, um, I, I think that's where I feel especially called is, you know, my books are not, you know, heavy theological works. I love our faith. I study our faith. But I want to relate to men and women um, through the journey that I share with them. So I am a, a husband, and I am a father, and I'm a business guy, and a, a ministry leader. And I, you know, I do the things that all your listeners are doing, but I just want to be obedient and respond to the call. And, you know, as you and I have discussed on your program before, I spent 23 years in the spiritual wilderness with no faith. And then when I said yes to Christ in 2005 and came into his church, you know, I started saying yes. And it's amazing what happens when you say yes and you don't, you don't argue with God. You just obey. And if you love the one you obey, it makes all the difference in the world. Amen. Well, I'm reminded so much, Randy, when I speak to you um, about St. Joseph and the tireless way in which he provided for, loved, and protected the Holy Family. And, and I'm, I'm sure that he is looking down upon you and so, so very grateful to you for your yes to the Lord in producing this work specifically geared toward fathers of children with special needs. So, so the, the content there, even though it's geared, if I'm understanding correctly, cause I'm waiting for my copy too. So it's, it's coming. It's coming. So it's geared toward fathers of special needs children, but it's not just for fathers. And in fact, the stories contained therein have the perspective of priests and wives and other people as well. Am I right about that? One of the things that, yes, uh, one of the things that um, happened uh, last fall when I decided to do the book and, and, and I felt it was on my heart to do it is I reached out to um, eight of my fellow Catholic authors, um, all of whom are, are well-known in their own right, and, and I have a lot of respect for them. They also happen to be fathers of children with special needs. So I asked each of them if they would contribute to this project, and um and each of them said yes immediately, and they each have given a chapter to this book about their lives uh, as being fathers to their own children with special needs. And, and you're going to hear stories of, of kids with Down syndrome, autism, Asperger's, um, heterotaxy, um, uh, severe mental retardation. You're going to hear a lot of different uh, elements of, of the special needs community being covered in this book. But what's interesting about it is, first of all, these men were very selfish, and, uh, I'm sorry, selfless and gave of themselves. I'm so grateful for that. Mm. Um, and then the other chapters are stories about my experiences with my 17-year-old son, Alex, who has autism, but also interviewing, um, I interviewed wives and siblings and grandparents and priests and anybody who could really speak to you know, what they see as the role of the dad. Because if, if you read the book, as you're, if you're a father, I think you'll be encouraged and you'll feel like you have a roadmap. And if you're a wife or a grandparent or just a friend of one of these families, you'll feel better equipped to go on the journey to help dads be more successful. So I do think it's for everybody, and I truly wrote the book for everyone, but I really want at the end of the day for dads to feel like, wow, I just got a shot in the arm and I can do this. Oh, this is so beautiful. I'm reminded again, once again of St. Joseph and thinking of all of these men, um, these fathers who have contributed very selflessly, as you mentioned, um, to this book, Special Children, Blessed 
fathers. And so let us um, ask the intercession of St. Joseph and of Our Lady as we pray together. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. St. John Paul II, Apostle of the Human Person, Witness to Hope, Servant of Jesus and Mary, please pray for us. As we delve into special children, blessed fathers. So, Randy, tell us a little bit, remind us of your story with your, your precious child, Alex, who's now 17, 18? 17. 17. Wow. Wow. Well, Alex is, um, Alex is truly a, a special child and a blessing in, uh, in my life. I mean, my, my wife and I could not be prouder or love him more. But Alex has a, a special piece of the story that I think is profound. Alex's diagnosis um, 15 years ago with autism was the, uh, the catalyst that I think the Lord worked through to crack the wall around my heart. Mm-hmm. And it was that diagnosis that I think taught me how to love. And it really kind of got through that protective barrier that I think many men keep around their hearts. That was the first time mine was pierced. And over the years, this is before I had any faith, but over the years, I think the Lord worked through that hole created by Alex's diagnosis to teach me that I didn't have everything. Even though my work and family were thriving, I was missing something significant, profound. I was missing him. Mm-hmm. And in 2005, um, I think uh, the, that came, the culmination was I surrendered to Christ and came into the Catholic Church. And I went from a life of saying no to a life of saying yes, but Alex was the catalyst for all of it. Wow. So I look at him and I see blessings and, um, you know, just just seeing the impact he's had on me and also the people that he encounters. There's a story in the book, a true story that's just three months old, and we were able to get it in the book, of, of us being, he and I like to get a 730 Mass. Uh, it's quieter and he likes that Mass. And he looked in the bulletin for a parish bulletin and he said, Dad, they're looking for electors. I want to be a lector. <gasps> oh. And I said, well, son, let's go try. Let's do it. So we went to the deacon in charge and immediately said, absolutely, let's do it, because Alex is an excellent reader. So he went through the training, did very well. Well, three Sundays later, he gets up in front of a 1,000 people in our parish. Wow. And mom and dad are on pins and needles, I assure you. Oh. Alex goes up, bows perfectly, reads just amazing. I mean, oh. You can see God's light on his face. And oh. he comes down, beaming with self-confidence, bows to the altar and sits down. I think everybody wanted to erupt and oh. clapping. They didn't. Oh. But after Mass, they all grabbed him and, and just loved on him. Oh. And I wrote in the book a story about how, even though he is a courageous young man, it took a loving parish and people demonstrating true Catholicism to really bring out maybe the best of him. And think about what a gift it was for Alex to be able to do it. But I think he was a gift back to them. Amen. Oh, it's so it what a beautiful story. I'm so glad that made it into your brand new book, Randy, Special Children, Blessed Fathers. And I know there there's more. There's more in this book. And I think I think, Randy, that's one of the very joyful, joyful moments in your journey with Alex. And I know that part of part of the inspiration for this book is in being a support is acknowledging that they're acknowledging rather that there are um, struggles and frustrations and confusions and 
conversions, may, of, of, may I say, um, along the way, um, perhaps mm-hmm. some guilt and so forth. And that's kind of, I think, where you're coming to the heart of the matter through these personal experiences of people like Kevin Lowry, Doug Keck, Chad Judice, Joseph Pierce, all of those uh, gentlemen and more who have children with special needs. And these are the stories, along with wives and priests and others, that are contained within your book, Special Children, Blessed Fathers. So when we when we come back from the break, I want to maybe delve into uh, a, a story or two and kind of illuminate the kinds of um, uh, inspiration and um, resources that you're offering people in your brand new book, Special Children, Blessed Fathers. My guest today is Randy Hain on the Faith and Good Counsel Show. Y'all stick around. We'll be right back. Hi, everybody. I'm Paul Maneri, coach of the LSU Baseball Fighting Tigers, and I have a serious pitch for your consideration. I've accepted the honor of being the chairman of the Capital Campaign for Catholic Community Radio. What this means is I'm recruiting you to join the team of financial supporters to help Catholic Community Radio build this apostolate. By making your monetary commitment, this will help increase the reach of Catholic Radio with the traditions of the Catholic faith and the life-changing message of Christ's love. Presently, this nonprofit work of faith is reaching Southeast Louisiana and the Gulf Coast with AM radio stations in Baton Rouge and New Orleans. However, the need for new broadcast equipment is urgent. Larger offices are a must, and the FCC has required Catholic Community Radio to build two new broadcast towers in Chalmette. This growth, with your financial help, will nearly double the coverage, allowing us to reach from South Central Louisiana, the North Shore, all along the Gulf Coast, to beyond Pascagoula. The financial goal of this campaign means we'll all need to swing for the fences. But with teamwork, we will realize the eternity of reasons of why it's so important to make this a priority. I ask you to pray for God's direction regarding your contribution. Thanks, Coach Maneri. Make your one-time or recurring pledge by visiting our website, catholiccommunityradio.org. Thank you. Welcome back, everybody. This is Stacy Galena with Faith and Good Counsel. My guest today is the fantastic Randy Hain, talking about his brand new book, Special Children, Blessed Fathers, a book of encouragement for fathers of children with special needs. Welcome back, Randy. Thanks, Stacy. By the way, I didn't mention, and I want to, this is very important, all royalties earned from this book, from the sale of special children, blessed fathers will be donated to the National Catholic Partnership on Disability. What's up with that? That sounds awesome. Well, one of the things that I encountered as I was um, you know, praying about and discerning this book last year was this organization, ncpd.org, and their mission is to educate Catholics, dioceses, uh, uh, you know, liturgical leaders, uh, ministry leaders all over the country uh, with how to integrate families with children with special needs into the Catholic faith. Mm. And I really fell in love with the mission. I just felt called to call them and offer the royalties of the book um, to this organization. I really wanted the book to be absolutely seen as you know helpful, but there's no there's no money motive in it. All the all the money goes to this nonprofit. So. I'm actively telling people, please buy the book, because it will go to a wonderful cause, and it will help 
change families. So there's no profit motive. Everything goes to ncpd.org, and I'm really I'm really excited to, to help that organization. Once again, the example, the selfless example, loving, giving, total, totally self-donative <laughs> example of St. Joseph. Um, and may I say your endorsements are fantastic. The foreword by Archbishop Charles Chaput, on and on and on. But let's let's actually touch back, if we can, before the break, mm-hmm. we were speaking about the joys and the sorrows of, of fathering children with special needs. And let's just get real for a moment. I know that you speak mm-hmm. with a lot of men, and there are struggles. There are real struggles. And I'm wondering what you're seeing out there in the men who are trying to father, doing their very best to be open to God's will in parenting their special needs children? Well, I do encounter a lot of men, and a lot of my ministry work is geared towards uh, Catholic men. And I will tell you, um, I, I don't want to generalize, but there are so many men struggling with um, pride issues. You know, you know, why did this happen to me? Is it my fault that I do something? You know, uh, little Billy's not going to be the quarterback of the team, and, and I don't know how to deal with that. Some of it's really related to something as basic as that, but it's very profound for many men. Financial issues are overwhelming for families, and men lose themselves in the role of provider, and they work harder and harder and harder to pay for these, quite frankly, staggering financial expenses Mm. that we have, and they disconnect from the family, their wives, and their children in order to support them. So there's this huge contradiction going on. Um, But I think at the end of the day, what I, the reason I wrote the book, and this is the, this is the contrast that you'll get from the stories in the book and then what I think men are struggling with. The men in the book, and I, and I count myself one of them, see our children as blessings. Mm-hmm. The challenges we have, the financial struggles, the, the, all of the things that you can imagine, yes, they are there. But we look at our children not as a burden around our necks, but as, but as blessings and gifts from God. And that's the contradiction. That's where men are struggling. They, they don't see their children often as blessings. We're not doubting in any way that they don't love their children. We know they love them, but starting to see them not as a burden, but as a blessing. That's the, if there's something that I want every man to get from the book, that's it. Your mm-hmm. children are a blessing, not a burden around your neck, and lift them up to God and just be thankful. They're, they're great gifts. I know my son has changed my life and my family's life absolutely, unbelievably for the better, no doubt in my mind. And I couldn't imagine seeing them any other way. But I know a lot of dads are struggling to see their children that way, and I hope the book helps them get there. Oh, Randy, this is so, I have, I'm telling you, I'm looking for the Kleenex, just listening to you speak from the heart and from your personal experience and just sharing what the grace that the Lord has given you in this in this um, family situation that, that you have um, it's so incredibly beautiful, and I, I just thank you for for your fatherhood of Alex, for of your fatherhood of your other child, your your of, husband of your beautiful wife. Just living the the sacredness of family in in the family that the Lord gave you. It's so moving, so moving. And and speaking of moving, the stories there's so many. I, I know there's some, several. Maybe you've got a favorite or two, or some that that you feel like would especially illuminate the message that you're sharing with with us today. Maybe Doug Keck, or maybe Matthew Warner. Who do you who do you want to talk about today? You know, the first one I would tell you about is uh, one of my favorites. It's about J.D. Flynn. Um, J.D. is a uh, 
you know, uh, young Catholic. I think he's in his early 30s. Um, he is a special assistant and communications head for Bishop Conley. Mm-hmm. Faithful Catholic, has served the Church most of his life. He and his wife were so open to life and, and helping protect all life that I think eight or nine years ago, they adopted two children with Down syndrome wow. and brought them into their home and have been through the roller coaster ride of, of health issues, surgeries, and all the things you can imagine. But their love and their testimony of love about adopting these two kids and, and bringing them into their loving family and is just overwhelming. It, it really is a moving story. Mm-hmm. But their selflessness in that act uh, not for show, but for just to say, we are open to life, and these children are worthy of our love. It's amazing. Um, I think about Matthew Warner, um, whose, uh, whose beautiful daughter was born with Down syndrome, and the way that he and his wife celebrate um, her, not disability, but just the, the gift of their daughter. They don't see her as anything other than just their daughter. So mm-hmm. she is not only a part of the family. She's an important part of the family, and they, they really have not just embraced her, but they just treat her like every other uh, child in their, in their brood of, of many kids, and they, they love on her, and they, and they see her as just a gift. Uh, Doug Keck, who's the president and COO of EWTN, um, has a, a wonderful son with autism named uh, Maddie. They call him Maddie Boy. Aww. And Aww. his story is about the lifetime of insights, reflections, and gifts that he and his wife have received and uh, from Matt, and uh, and he now works for EWTN, and um, he has a fulfilling life, but Doug will tell you that his life is fulfilled because of Matty Boy. Wow. You just have me so intrigued. I mean, and I think that's the way, too, that, that our hearts really are opened, is when we hear the personal experience and and God's love and his mercy radiates through these stories so, so incredibly beautiful. I'm, I'm actually familiar with the story of Chad Judice. I know you've, he's in here in, in your book in Chapter 16, The Illusion of Perfection. I mean, that's a very intriguing title. I'm, I'm wondering if you can talk about that for a moment. Well, you know, Chad has a what's becoming a, a well-known story about um, his son and, you know, just uh, dealing with, um, the diagnosis and, 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 and how they would handle that and, and just the, the, the gut-wrenching fear and the, and the painful just sort of a decision-making that he and his wife had to do. But then ultimately, what a complete uh, gift of grace it was uh, and how they, they really, you know, had their child, raised their child, and now looking at the blessing that he is in their lives. You know, Chad has made it his mission to go around the country, even the world, helping to spread the message of his beautiful son and, and the impact that it's made on his life. And I think that story, if anything, is about the transformation of a man's heart, wow. about how if we will take down the wall, if we will get rid of the lock and key that we often keep around our heart and just be open to what God's got in store for us, that story is about transformation, and it's a, it's a good one. And speaking of transformation, I, I see a section here that I can't wait to read. Randy, and I, I think this is, this is a section you wrote. There's a great father inside of you. Can you talk a little mm-hmm. bit about what you're sharing there? 
Well, it's um, I, I, to some degree, I, I looked a little bit at my own journey and, and growth as a father, and and what I tried to relate uh, to the other uh, the men, the families that read the book, is you can do it, and and I don't want to make that a cliche or Pollyanna, but when I say you can do it, there's a great dad inside of you. If you will just pray for God to reveal to you what you're supposed to do, if you will look at the good examples around you, you've mentioned St. Joseph many times, there is no place further that any of us need to look than St. Joseph. This wonderful saint who never said a word that's recorded gives you every every lesson that you'll ever need. And I even the ch- first chapter of the book is devoted to St. Joseph to mm-hmm. lift him up as our model. So dads, if you're looking to Find that great dad inside of you. Study St. Joseph. Find the men around you who you want to emulate and look at your children as gifts. And that dad inside of you will come out. And he is a special gifted father and a blessing to the world if you'll find him and connect with him. And not only do you have these beautiful stories and this wisdom that you're passing on um, that you're sharing with us today about being that great father that's inside of you, but there are resources as well. I remember the name Jeannie Lyons from your book, Joyful Witness, and you've got Mm -hmm. some information from her. She's a teacher and a consultant and advocate for children with special needs, right? Yeah, I, I wanted to um, uh, to interview Jean. In fact, she wound up uh, in the book because I wanted to interview an expert. She's a special needs advocate expert, and she actually she has one job in the Catholic Church, and that is to help integrate families into the, the Church, into the faith. And she has been an angel to probably thousands of families, including my own, uh, over the past several years. She has two sons, one with autism, one with Asperger's, uh, her now in their 20s. But Jean uh, allowed me to interview her, and she gave me the perspective of these hundreds of families uh, that she has seen over the years and what worked and what didn't work. So I got an expert on the ground to say, just reflect on all of these encounters. What did you see? And what she shared is invaluable. So, again, you get not only Randy Haynes' voice and these dads like Joseph Pierce, Kevin Lowry, and others, but you get moms and people like Jean and priests and siblings and grandparents, anybody who has observed, you know, the behavior of men doing it right, and they share those perspectives. So I I hope that men, in a very practical way, because we're very practical, will look at this and say, wow, I've been looking for a guidebook and a roadmap. This is it. But Gene's piece of it is invaluable to the, the whole thing. And I did something, Stacy, that I've always wanted to do, and I'm grateful for my publisher for letting me do it. I actually have a chapter that is filled with quotes sorted by subject on all of the, the things that these great people have said. Don't you always want to know, Ooh, what did yeah. so-and-so say about that? Well, yes. I've got a whole chapter dedicated to these quotes based on the topic, so you'll be able to go in and find these these wisdom, uh, these pieces of wisdom and little snippets, uh, and hint, hint, I'd love for everybody to post them on Facebook. Wow, and sometimes that's, <laughs> oh yeah, there you go, spread the word. Sometimes that's all you can you can you know, absorb into yourself when you, when you're stressed or down or overwhelmed or whatever it is, just those quotes that really pierce the heart and the mind. So beautiful. Tell us how we can get a copy of special children, blessed fathers by Randy Hain. Well, there are probably three avenues, uh, Emmaus, 
Road.org is the publisher, and uh, the book's available there. Uh, you can also get it on Amazon and I think most Catholic bookstores, and it's available in paperback and hardcover. Uh, if you're looking for a special gift for uh, a family or a dad for Father's Day, it does come in a beautiful hardcover edition as well, and it will be available in Kindle as well. So all three of those places are great places to get the book. Oh, well, God bless you, Randy Hain. And I love this endorsement from Dr. Rick Fitzgibbons, director of the Institute for Marital Healing. He says this book is a must-read for all fathers in the present culture in which the pull of selfishness has seriously harmed the great Catholic paternal legacy of generosity and sacrificial self-giving. I'm just going to join on that bandwagon and say get yourself a copy. Bye-bye now, y'all. We'll see you next time on Faith and Good Counsel. Fox Christie, y'all. See you next time. Thanks, Randy. Thank you. Faith and Good Counsel is a production of Catholic Community Radio. 